Welcome to the Tin Lounge. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We have a really special guest today. I mean, all our guests are really special. Um, <laughs> but today in particular, we have Richard Earls, and he is the creator of Traff Market Media, which is our podcast network. But you may mm-hmm. also know him as the creator of Travel Research Online, Voyager Websites, and now Toby AI, which is what we're going to be talking about this week. And it's about dang time we've had Richard on. He has been our lovely benefactor since 2020. He approached us right after we started the podcast and wanted us to come on board with Travel Research Online. And he's just been such a great supporter. So it's kind of crazy that we've never had him on before, but... This is some exciting new stuff, and we yeah. probably want to. I, I, I talk feel like about. he's always been ahead of the curve mm-hmm. in terms of trends in the industry and things like that. He's never afraid to take a risk. If we have yep. an idea, we'll bring it to him and be like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, just some yep. details. So, being like saying that we're excited to have him on the show to talk about Toby AI is an understatement. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. And on that note, this episode is brought to you by Toby AI and Voyager websites. Visit voyagersocial.ai to take Toby for a walk. Hello, Richard. Welcome to the Tin Lounge. How does it feel to be on this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It feels overdue is how it feels. I'm I'm really (laughs) glad to be doing it. Thank you. So overdue. Yeah, we're really happy to have you on. And I know you're a big name in the industry, TRO, Voyager websites, Richard Earls. I mean, those names will definitely ring a bell. But for those who do not know you, please share a little bit about your background. And just so you guys know, we're talking about Toby, which is generative AI. And we're going to talk about how advisors can utilize this tool, but we want to know what your background is and how you came to create this program. Yeah, I, I, I often say that for one sad period of my life, I was an attorney. Um, that uh, that passed pretty quickly. Three years of law school, three years of practicing, and I was so done with it. Uh, and a friend asked me, this was way back in 1990, a friend asked me if I wanted to um, buy a travel agency with him. And I had no idea what a travel agency was. And so he told me about it. I looked at it and I thought that sounds like fun. And I gave up my law practice. I've never looked back. So I really enjoyed the agency and we built it for about 10 years and, and did very well with it. Uh, there was a point at which I became really interested in technology and how technology was shaping the industry. And I did some consulting work for the estate of Eastern Airlines. And in the course of that, I uh, developed a piece of software that Travel Weekly ended up buying. And they took that software uh, and turned it merged it actually with um, Weissman Travel Reports and it was called IntelliGuide and I became a publisher of Weissman for them and worked with Star and Business Planner 24 and put those 
took all of those online. They were huge paper volumes when I took them over. And so we put them all online and um, I was happy and content for about a year and decided I liked the idea behind Travel Research Online, TRO. So I started TRO because Travel Weekly didn't want to. I jumped off and started TRO. A few years later, I got the idea for Voyager because I didn't think that market was being well served in terms of travel websites for travel advisors. And then most recently, my son, who uh, has been very much involved in travel his whole life uh, involuntarily, decided that uh, he wanted me to listen to him for about an hour about artificial intelligence. And the more we discussed, the more interested I became. And so he convinced me that it's something we should do. And I took uh, a couple of months at the end of COVID, the whole COVID crisis to uh, start looking at it hard. We jumped into development and released the beta in April of this year. And it has done extraordinarily well. It, it, it's the most fun I've ever had with technology, certainly. And it has been probably the, the, the best product we've ever produced in terms of the rapid uptake that, that it's achieved. That's that a lot sounds, of background. Yeah, it is. But it, <laughs> I, I just covered 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it gives our listeners a really great look into how you created Toby. What exactly does Toby do? Okay, so Toby is, he began as, as ChatGPT, and we have modified Toby immensely. And here's how we've, the modifications we've made. Uh, first of all, we have combined him with another large language model, from a company called Anthropic. So now we have Anthropic, Chat, GPT, and Toby online. We have trained Toby in travel. One of the chief ways that he's different from Chat is that he is specifically trained in travel. And that means that we have been teaching him about um, travel logistics, the role of a travel agent, the vocabulary of a travel agent, what all of the different acronyms and, and all the different uh, logistical elements mean to travel agents. And that makes him fundamentally different from chat. So he knows, for example, from the moment he signs on, he knows who you are as his user. And Teresa, he would know you differently than, than he knows Corrine. So, he knows the brand voice and he's learning more about the brand voice of the individual agent that he's working with. And so when Toby begins to respond, he's responding from a place of greater knowledge than chat with regard to travel, travel logistics, and with regard to the agent he's working with. That is being increased over the next couple of weeks. We are actually making it possible to upload documents into Toby that you have written and that you might be proud of. And that gives a greater brand voice to Toby. 
so that he really begins to think like you think. He just still writes better. Um, now, to that and to, to that end, we tell no, we tell everybody never to take something out of Toby and just post it or send it to a client. We we ask that everyone edit it, that everyone fact check it, and uh, that process right there solidifies the brand voice. It's really great because I think a lot of advisors are very intimidated by the wide, wide world of AI and ChatGPT. So I think there's some comfort in knowing perhaps you have a tool that just is specifically meant to help you as a travel advisor and you don't have to, it doesn't feel so broad and overwhelming. Well, and not only that, one of the other advantages of working with us is you get a whole team of people. We've got, we've got 12 people. Uh, who sit around watching this stuff happen, thinking about it, working with the travel agents, coaching them, teaching them how to prompt, which is the input that you give the AI. So you've got a team of advisors as well, somebody to watch after you to make sure things are going well. And we put a lot of bumper guards up to keep things from going wrong. So these are all things that... um, the, the The whole concept of getting good results comes from good input. Yeah. And so we're very careful to make sure that the input that we're teaching people and training people is good. So what kinds of problems does Toby help in the travel community? I know for ChatGPT, the input style, you know, you can help it. It can help you write copy for your website, for example. What are some of the ways that advisors can use Toby? You know, he'll do everything you would expect. Okay, so he will write, uh, and I should explain he. I, I'm using I'm using the term he. Toby apparently is a he. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another one called Roxy, who who is a she. And um, so so they have taken on gender roles, but we just built another <laughs> one for somebody else, Joe, and nobody knows what Joe is. Um, the the name gender non-conforming. Yeah, so, so no one really knows. Um, I originally named Toby was originally named Oliver, and uh, I named him after one of our dogs. My wife and I love our dogs, and and one of our dogs died, and so she was all bummed out. She'd had him since a pup, and we named the softer after Oliver. Then we couldn't get a, an appropriate path to a trademark. So I had to name him after my other dog, Toby. <laughs> uh, so, so Toby now claims the, the title of uh, artificial intelligence in our house. But, um, uh, you know, I completely lost my train of thought. There was a question you asked me, wasn't there? What are the, how can advisors use Toby? Yes. What are the problems that Thank you. Thank Toby you. can solve? <laughs> now, where I start off with all that diatribe was that Toby would do everything you expect him to do in terms of um, writing up itineraries, helping you with a blog page, helping you with a blog or helping you with a, a page of, of your website, building a landing page for you. All of that pretty much is, is standard. But the thing that I've seen agents put Toby to, to task to very often is writing difficult letters. Write in a letter to the client you want to fire and doing it diplomatically and doing it 
in a in a manner that's professional and kind. Zero uh, F-bombs. Yeah, because so many people, <laughs> when they write the difficult letter, for example, they, they're letting a client go or they're telling a client they don't want to work with them or there's been a real customer service problem, there's a lot of emotion yeah. wrapped up in that letter. And when we prompt Toby for this kind of letter, we typically say, write a firm but kind. You know, write a firm but polite answer to this problem. Then we describe the problem in detail. And Toby crafts a letter that you'd be proud to, to send. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's amazing the degree to which artificial intelligence is capable of mimicking uh, those personality traits of kindness, of humanity. Uh, those are qualities that have been trained, that he's been trained on. So you take the training that he's had in the past from chat, you take the training that we've done from travel, and it's a, a terrific mix. We've had agents uh, ask Toby for uh, game rules. If somebody, somebody was holding a game, I had never heard of this before, but apparently there's a game that travel agents play with their clients come time, sometimes called um, Sit Down Now. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the idea Never is heard to keep of it. I asking can't wait questions. To hear. You're in a group of clients and you ask questions that are intentional. It's kind of a 20 questions thing almost. And it's intentionally des designed to make people sit down until you have one person standing. And that one person standing is the one who ba most badly needs a cruise, you know, or, or badly mm -hmm. needs a, a river cruise. Okay. <laughs> And the agent was having trouble coming up with the questions. We put it to Toby. Toby wrote all the questions for us. Uh, so it, it, it's a, there's really no limit. We've had Toby answer questions like, "I didn't uh, do travel agents still exist? Uh, the kinds of questions that we get asked all the time, but we may never articulate. And having not articulated them, we tend to fumble the answer. Mm -hmm. And so what Toby does is... He's a team member. He's helping you think through these issues. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a blast. If you have read any of the uh, reviews of Toby in the Facebook group that we, we have for him, uh, the agents love him. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's funny. My son, who, who is the architect for Toby, the programmer, told me early on to name it was his idea to name him um, uh, Toby after Oliver passed. And after we could no longer use to Oliver. And um, I said, well, maybe we should come up with some other name. And he said, no. He said, you named Toby Toby because you're loving. And he says, we want to personify Toby AI the same way. We want people to feel an affection. And I'll be daggone, it works. It works. <laughs> He's got a good personality too, though. <laughs> what would you say the key differences are between ChatGPT and Toby? Well, the training primarily. The training that we've done primarily. Now, another thing that we've done that we're going to release just next week is we are connecting Toby directly to the internet. Mm. Chat. 
GPT is not connected to the internet. I know that sounds strange, but his training stopped. Chat GPT's training stopped uh, somewhere around October of last year. Our Toby will now be able to find information out that is current. And so you can incorporate current recent events into the into the conversation, which is really important in travel because people are often asking about restaurants in, in Venice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that that restaurant closed during COVID, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yep. And so that kind of current information is going to be a first with us. We're, we were actually one of the beta clients for chat. So we've been in, we've been doing chat for a long time now. Uh, we, we have found some really interesting uh, anomalies that we've reported to them and worked with. Now we're using Anthropic, which is a large language model that's many times larger than, than, um, than chat. And uh, that, for example, chat is pretty much limited to about what they call tokens. 9,000 tokens are about 7,500 words. Uh, Anthropic whose uh, model is called Claude. Claude is open to a hundred thousand times or rather a hundred thousand tokens. So it's a much, much larger model. And I have used it to write contracts. I've used it to um, uh, write entire chapters of books. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting as we get the two talking to each other so that the answer may be generated initially by Claude but then it will be moderated by Toby. What are some of the common concerns that you have heard from advisors that, you know, there are always these ethical questions with things like AI and chat. What are some of the concerns that you've, you've heard? Yeah, they're, they're, they're plentiful and there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So sort of like an order of severity. Uh, we, we all grew up on uh, the Terminator movies, um, and uh, we all heard of Skynet and the dangers of AI. And it's not that AI is without danger. I would never say that. It is. There, there are concerns. But from my perspective, it's they're the same concerns that I have about hammers. Um, hammers are a wonderful thing in a carpenter's hands. Mm-hmm. They're a terrible thing in a, in a hand of somebody that wants to do damage. So you all tools can be used for good or evil. Yeah. And there are bad actors out there that I will guarantee you will be using AI in, in bad ways. We'll be doing things that are destructive. Uh, we'll just wait till this next political season is in full swing and just watch and see what happens. But those are bad actors. Those are bad people. That's not AI. No more than there's a bad hammer out there. Uh, there's no bad AI. It's what people do with it. So that's that's the first thing. The, the second thing you hear is that there's a concern about plagiarism. Now, we monitor that very, very careful. We've never seen any plagiarism. Not plagiarism per se. In other words, you you and I could both ask Toby the same question. We're going to get similar but different answers. He's going to he's going to regenerate it every time. 
The difference, though, that people really are concerned about is how was he trained? So Toby and Chat were trained by reading the Internet, by reading everything they could find. They, they consumed Wikipedia. They consumed news stories. They consumed book reviews. And so recently there have been some lawsuits that claim that, look, Toby summarized my book. And uh, he did he did it way too well, and therefore he must have been trained on it, and uh, it's a problem. Well, think about this for a minute. If you're writing an article on Cancun, you're going to go read a bunch of articles on Cancun. And then you're going to read maybe the Tourism Authority's website. And you're going to gather all that information, you're going to study it, and then you're going to write your own article. That's pretty much the same process that Toby uses. Yeah. He reads a lot of stuff, he references it, and then he writes his own article. If I write an article about Can Cancun and you write an article about Cancun and you compare them, there's going to be a lot of the information that's identical. Yeah. Because we're writing about the same thing. We're going to use some of the same language. We're going to miss, uh, we're going to talk about some of the same points of interest. Uh, we might even have the same perspective on it. Now, if I've got a different perspective, if I don't like Cancun and you do, then the article is going to be more different. But the more fact-dependent an article is, the more likely there will be some overlap. But we, I think it's very important that we consider the, those ethical principles. We want to make sure that, that he's not copying verbatim other people's work. Yeah. And that seems to have been a little more of, a, of a, an issue when it came to uh, image generation. And by the way, we have an image generation system in the um, in the um, uh, in the portal that is really excellent and really being used well by the agents. But those are the biggest concerns that I know of. So tell us, how do people access Toby? Well, they they go to the website, which is uh, VoyagerSocial.ai. And that site will lead you into a free trial. And then we currently have a couple of programs going where there are discount codes and you can always ask us for a discount code and uh, that will knock off um, uh, basically a, a month mm -hmm. of cost. So you go to the site, you try the free trial. If you like it, if you think it's for you, uh, you join. You, you, you accept the free trial. If it's not for you, then, then you, uh, you go do something else. And I noticed, just to make it clear, so can someone subscribe just to Toby or is it like a larger program? It, yeah, it's the entire content portal. I, I'm glad you bring that up. The whole concept of content marketing is something that's kind of tough for travel agents to grasp at times. But where it comes down is when you work with a client to book a trip for them, right before the trip, during the planning stage, during the trip, and right after, you're very busy with that client. Yeah. But then the client kind of goes away, and you don't talk to the client for another three months, four months. And during that time period between trips, that client might get distracted by a, an ad from another travel agency or might talk to somebody from Carnival directly. Uh, so there's all these opportunities to lose clients 
during those lulls. Content marketing is about reaching out to clients on an ongoing basis, on staying involved with your clients through newsletters, through social media, through little emails that you might do to them, for them, to for um, things like packing lists that you send them. Uh, just little things that you do to stay top of mind. So the entire content portal is packed with content. Now, a lot of that content is syndicated, meaning that it's things that we've produced, like Canva templates, like um, uh, articles. There, there's some 400 articles. There's uh, some 300 videos. There are promotional packages for different destinations and activities. So all of that is available to the agents. And then there is the original content that Toby can produce. So it's both syndicated content and original content. And we just help agents stay on top of the entire content marketing process. The, the reason a lot of agents don't do it is it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. We can cut that time down from hours to minutes. The number of ideas that I have saved in my notes app on my phone of like blogs and, and captions, I can now use this kind of program to just write everything out because where, when can you find the time to just right. take advantage yep. of the great idea that you thought of randomly while walking to the airport, right? So yeah, none of us have enough time to execute all these ideas, but you can exactly. put a lot more into action if you got a head start like that. Well, look, no, very, very few people got into travel because they love marketing, mm -hmm. you know, or because they love technology. Yeah. Uh, they got into travel because they love travel. And so we try to take a lot of that marketing and a lot of that technology burden off of the agent and, and help them with it and coach them and, and help them solve problems, save them time. So that's really our mission. And, and the, the thing that I hear said about Toby more often than not is game changer. It's totally changed the way they do those things. Yeah. Well, I am super enlightened and extra excited about this because I've been playing around with chat GPT. And when I first discovered it, I was just putting in random prompts for everything. Like I even had it write me a love letter to my husband and I entered in all his hobbies. I'm like, he loves Hot Wheels. We've been married for X amount of years. We have a dog and you know, she's this number of years old. And I, that was the prompt. And it wrote this beautiful and funny love letter. And I just could not believe that it came from AI. And so I can only imagine the level of content that Toby would generate for travel specifically. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still amazed at it. I mean, I've been doing this now full tilt for, for uh, a half a year, six months. Every single day is AI. That's, that's mm -hmm. what I do from the morning. I, when I get up till the time I go to bed, um, and I'm still amazed. I'm, I still am just in awe of the capacity that's there. And I think sometimes that's almost frightening for us. That, again, that, that it's frightening sometimes to realize how much potential there is. But if we don't adopt it now and we don't learn how to utilize it in our businesses now, 
someday the Expedias of the world and the Googles of the world are going to begin utilizing it big time in travel. And I want it to be ahead. Corrine and I were seeing earlier that travel agents have had something that looks like a computer on their desk since the 1960s, longer than any other profession, likely. But because it was a dub, dumb terminal, uh, the travel agency community never learned how to use computers until long after most other professions did. They were tied to their GDS. And so I think that hampered us. I think that dulled the capacity of agents to feel confident in their ability to utilize a computer. I don't want the same thing to happen with artificial intelligence. I know the potential. I know what it can do. And the, the quicker we, we get up to speed on it, the quicker we utilize it well in our profession, the better off we're going to be. That's I awesome. That Thank you. 100%. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I want to remind everyone to go to voyagersocial.ai. Is that right? That's right. And sign up for your free trial and, and check it out for yourself. And uh, let us know how it goes. Yeah, take Toby for a walk. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you'll spend hours. You will not leave the house. You'll just <laughs> don't lose yourself. Yeah, you will lose yourself into AI <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> Thanks again so much, Richard, for coming today. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. All right, it's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Weekly, Rail Europe is introducing a new ferry line pass for travelers who want to explore the Greek islands. The Eurail Greek Islands Pass will enable travelers to explore the islands via national ferry lines, Superfast Ferries, Minoan Lines, Grimaldi Lines, and Blue Star Ferries for four days through a mobile pass. They also report that Expedia Group has laid off staff in multiple departments, including travel operations, support, IT, recruiting, marketing, and B2B services, according to a tip sent in to FocusWire. An article from Travel Poll says that Carnival Cruise Line announced it would roll out new dinner menus for dining rooms in a phased approach across the fleet following a successful pilot on Carnival Dream. The expanded menu options will first be available on Carnival Conquest before being added to Carnival's other vessels in the coming year. Carnival Horizon will make the changes next month, followed by Carnival Sunrise, Vista, Radiance, and Mardi Gras. Another one from them says that Club Med has launched programs for wellness and outdoor activities at two of its North American resorts. One is the Club Med Cancun, and the other is Club Med Quebec. The programs include yoga and meditation, healthy cuisine, inclusive activities and sports, Club Med Spa by L'Occitane, cultural experiences, wellness-themed nights, and more. Travel Agent Central reports that Central Holidays is offering new food and wine itineraries across Europe to complement its existing roster of culinary-focused travel programs and locally-inspired travel experiences. From Italy and Spain to Croatia, Malta, and beyond, go read the article for a glance at some of Central Holidays' immersive culinary programs in Europe. 
Another one from them highlights the Rainbow Index, which is a new online travel platform founded by Alexander Bryan and Nathan Callahan, with over 1,500 reviews of venues and 500 plus events from over 125 cities around the world. The user-friendly interface and curated content makes exploring a breeze, ensuring travelers find the most exciting LB. Oh, I'm going to go to jail for messing this one up. LGBTQ plus friendly bars, clubs, restaurants, and exhibits. According to Travel Market Report, Mears Connect and Sunshine Flyer, two Florida-based transportation companies, announced late last week that they would merge to provide new service for Walt Disney World Resort guests. The new service called Mears Connect, driven by Sunshine, will offer transportation between Orlando International Airport to Walt Disney World Resorts 24-7, starting on August 1st. The service will serve both MCOs A, B, and C. I think that's all three of, not both, sir. Uh, All A, B, and C terminals and will be fully wheelchair accessible. Our high note today is also from Travel Market Report. United Airlines Pilots, the founding union member of the Airline Pilots Association, agreed on a historic labor contract with United Airlines for its 16,000 pilots on Saturday. Let's hope this means relief for all of us. And that's it for excess baggage. That is like the high note of all high notes. Can everyone Mm -hmm. else follow suit? Can everyone please pay your people so we don't Mm -hmm. have to deal with cancellations and strikes and also looking at you, Europe, because you are like, yeah, you have most of the strikes. Let's just let's just uh, be clear on that. Just a reminder that. All the articles Kareen mentioned in her access baggage can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. Also, side note on the air thing. I don't know. Have you seen the new group that Sue Ball started on Facebook called Winging It? And it's specifically to discuss. Yes. Go find Facebook group Winging It because it's a place where we can all not only share grievances, but actually work on some solutions and just share best practices. I think it's such a great idea. I'm so happy she did that. Is this, um, is this a move towards all of us pooling our money together and creating our own like private jet company or something so that we <laughs> don't have to deal with the airlines? Is that how we wing it? Cause I think that's going to be the solution. <laughs> If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Thank you again, Richard, for joining us on this episode. And once again, if you want to check out Toby AI and take him for a walk, you can head on over to voyagersocial.ai. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye.